What's up, besties? Welcome back to another episode of Net Worth and Chill with me, your host, Vivian Tu, aka Your Rich BFF and your favorite Wall Street girly. I hope you guys can't hear it in my voice too much, but I am indeed a little bit congested right now. It's the fall, whatever, you know, it happens. But regardless, we are going to have an amazing episode, but please do excuse if I sound a little nasally. And today we are going to cover a highly requested topic. Dun drum roll. We're going to be chatting about how to set your kids up for financial success. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by our advertising partners at Marshall's. As your rich BFF who likes to save and doesn't like to compromise on quality, Marshall's is my go-to. And best part, it's also a great place to shop for your whole family. Marshall's has high quality on-trend finds and designer fashion at an incredible price for any occasion. Whether you're looking for the next size up for your growing kiddo or a new power suit for your job, Marshall's will always help you save a little coin on high quality merchandise. Preparing to set up a custodial Roth IRA? Want to teach your kids how to be financially fit fashionistas? Think of all the things you can do with the money you save by shopping high quality fashion, beauty, and home decor at Marshall's. I want to start this episode off with some good news and some bad news. I always like to do bad news first. Bad news is the number one indicator of whether or not you are going to be super rich is whether your parents were. And I don't know about you, but unfortunately for me, I was not born to uber rich parents. Sure. Must be nice to have generational wealth and never have to worry about money or working ever. But you know what? I would actually rather hustle it out because it helps me build character. That's a character building moment for me. But honestly, like that just isn't reality for most of us. A lot of us don't grow up in families that have multiple vacation homes or parents who are able to not work. But there is some good news. Even if you weren't born to rich parents, your kids can be. Yeah, you like what I did there? So I think I speak for most parents or future parents if you are not of that age yet, but would consider having children in the future. We all want to give our kiddos or future kiddos a better life than the one we grew up with. And I'll be so honest, I had the best, most loving parents, but I grew up with certain levels of scarcity just because my parents were Chinese immigrants. They were learning the English language, and we didn't necessarily have a lot of the comforts that I am now able to provide for myself or provide for my parents. And as we all know, a big part of ensuring that our kiddos are put in an easier financial position than we were is making sure that they have the right education. I hardly knew a thing about finances when I was growing up because my parents didn't have that education, and there was a huge emphasis placed on saving and being frugal and being really mindful with my money. But there wasn't so much conversation had around, hey, like this is what mom and dad make. This is how much we pay in rent or eventually this is how much our mortgage is for or what we pay on a monthly basis for housing. Growing our wealth was not a conversation that I had with my parents. And thus, no surprise, I did a lot of trial and error figuring stuff out in my 20s. And it certainly would have been easier had my parents really set me up for life. But I am really glad that I was still eventually able 
able to get those lessons. And I hope that since you're listening to this, you are going to be able to get those lessons a little earlier than I learned them. Today, we're going to walk through four ways that rich people really set their kids up for financial success long before their kids can walk or talk or even understand the concept of money. And as always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please do me a favor and leave us a rating. So first up, I want to talk about credit scores. That's not super sexy. It's not super fun. I get it. But making sure that your kid has good credit likely is going to make life a lot easier for them down the road. And a great way that you can do this is by adding your kid as an authorized user on your credit card as soon as they are born or at least once they are entering their teen years. So this is how this is going to work, right? So you have a credit card that you are a responsible user on. This is very important. You put your charges on it. You pay that balance in full on time every single month. And then what you can do is either call or contact the credit card company through your portal, your app, or even just emailing and asking them to set up an authorized user. They will essentially issue a new credit card that looks just like yours, except it's going to have your kid's name on it, but you're going to be responsible for paying the bill. And I know you're probably wondering, like, what does a baby need a credit card for? They don't have expenses. Like, of course not. But what we're trying to do here is build our kids credit for them. So instead of giving my kid the actual credit card, I'm just going to keep that card in a safe place or I can just cut it, frankly. But it's just important to have that card open. I will note that certain brands like American Express have a 13-year-old minimum age requirement. I believe Discovers is 15 years old, but lots of other companies like Bank of America, Capital One, Chase don't. So you can actually add your babies, whether they are one day old or one year old or 10 years old, whatever, um, you can add them as authorized users to those cards. And I cannot stress this enough, after you have made your child an authorized user on your credit card, what you're gonna do is continue to just spend normally on your card. And then every single month, you're gonna make on-time payments in full. And this is so, so key because if you don't do that, you could actually be dinging your child's credit And they would frankly just be better off starting with a secured card and not necessarily having you do this. So just make sure you are only doing this if you are committed to paying on time and in full. Because if you do that, what they can essentially do is leech onto your good credit. And that way, every single time you make an on-time payment, it counts as an on-time payment for your kid. That way, by the time they finish high school, they're going to have essentially built a credit history of 18 years if they've had the card since birth or, you know, at least, let's call it three to five years, so that they're going to have a credit score probably in the high 700s, maybe 800s. And that's going to be really, really awesome in terms of helping them rent their first apartment or qualify for a really great credit card of their own. And, you know, the number one thing really working against young people's credit scores is just time. One of the, obviously the biggest factors is paying your bills on time. But another one of the largest factors is essentially how long have you been trustworthy? And when I graduated college and went out into the real world and I was a young 20 something, even though I was paying my bills on time because my credit history was really short, I didn't have an excellent credit score until quite a few years later because they essentially needed the time to showcase that I had been dependable for more than just 
one year or two years. By doing this, by getting your kid as an authorized user on your credit card, you're essentially just giving them a head start on that time, which is incredibly powerful because it's not necessarily something that you can just buy more of or do better at. Like when you are an adult and you're trying to build credit, you just have to wait it out. So for your kids to be able to start early is definitely going to be super helpful. Also, quick side tip. In the vein of credit length and credit history, this is the exact same reason why you never ever close your oldest credit card. So when I, you know, started making some real money on Wall Street, I had this like rinky-dink credit card that really didn't provide that many rewards or points or benefits or cash back or anything like that. And so I thought, oh, like now I have some real money. I'm gonna go and open up a fancy credit card, one of those really good travel rewards programs where I can get lounge access and points towards future flights or hotel stays. And I thought I was being really responsible and prudent by closing my oldest credit card because I was like, hey, I'm not going to use this anymore. Why have this be outstanding? Why even have that risk? And it dropped my credit score by, I want to say 60 points. It was insane. And I looked at my credit score and I was like, nothing has changed. I'm still paying on time. What happened? And what ended up happening was I actually cut my own credit history short because instead of having an eight year long credit history, that ended up chopping my credit history down to just four years. And again, I had to just essentially wait it out and keep paying on time. And that really sucked. So I really hope you guys don't do that. And obviously, if you have young people in your life who are fresh out of school or starting a first job um, and they're starting to think about getting a credit card that is more tailored to their life that can help provide them free freebies or benefits in the future, just make sure that even if they have that first rinky dinky credit card to keep it open, just put one recurring charge on it. It doesn't have to be a ton of money. What I like to do is I just put my Netflix subscription on my oldest credit card. That way it never shuts down automatically because sometimes if you don't use the card, banks will shut the card down for you. And this way it stays open. It's a small fee. I have it on auto pay. It's no concern of mine. And that way I get to keep my credit history long and robust. Okay, up next, a very hot topic. How are we going to help our kiddos pay for school? Especially knowing that so many people in our generation, whether you're a Gen Xer, millennial, even Gen Zer, if you're thinking about having kids in the future, a lot of us currently have our own student loan debt and We want to make sure that our kids don't necessarily struggle with that their entire lives, or if they do have to take on debt, that they don't have to take on nearly as much because we're going to be able to help them out a little bit. So a great option for your kid is opening up something called a 529 account. And rich people love to use this as a strategy to help their kiddos pay for school and save for retirement in one fell swoop long before they are even born. So what I'm going to do is before my kid even exists, right now I can do this today, I can open up a 529 account. It is specifically an investment account used to save and invest for educational costs. Here's the part that most people don't get or the fun little secret loophole is that I don't even need to have a kid yet to start. What I can do is open up this account and set myself, my social security number as the beneficiary and I can start contributing to it now. There are also lots of tax advantages here. And while 529s don't necessarily provide any sort of federal tax benefits, 35 out of 50 states do offer some sort of state income tax deduction or credit for contributing to this account every single year. So I think there is enough of a benefit there. And on top of that, you won't have to pay federal or state income taxes on the earnings. So again, just a really, really efficient way to save 
for the future. And you're like, okay, but Vivian, you're the beneficiary. This is your account. Like, how is this going to help my kid? Once your kiddo is adopted or born or what have you, you can then reassign that account to them. All you have to do is essentially contact the plan administrator and say, hey, I would like to change the beneficiary from myself to my kid. Once they have identification, you're able to assign the account to them. And what you're able to do is whether it's private school, K through 12 or college, you can withdraw money from the 529 to pay for these expenses tax free. I believe there is a limit for private schooling during their childhood. There's a max withdrawal every single year of $10,000. That said, there is no limit on college or trade school or higher education or like beauty school, culinary school, anything like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a very traditional four-year institution. I think a lot of people recognize that Regardless of what type of job you want these days, you will require some sort of higher ed. So having those trade programs or just even certification programs, you're going to be able to pay for those with this 529 account. You put the dollars into the account. You then choose investments in the account. And like I mentioned, it grows tax free. Best part, if your kid ends up being like some sort of all-star athlete or gets a merit scholarship because they're a genius and they don't end up using all of the money in this account, there has actually been a new change in the tax code and you can roll up to $35,000 of what's in the 529 into a Roth IRA for them. And by the time they retire, roughly, it'll be worth around $1.6 million if you don't contribute another dollar. You can play around with these numbers as well. I use the assumption of putting in $35,000 as a lump sum, no other contributions, uh, 40 years in the account, and an annual return of roughly 10%. But to me, that sounds like cha-ching, cha-ching, bling, bling, bling. Not only are you going to be able to help them pay for schooling, but you're really setting them up in a way that very few people get a chance to do for their kid. And this is awesome because as I'm sure everybody listening to this has probably assumed, education costs are likely just going to continue to rise. So doing this is going to help to ensure that not only are your dollars keeping up with inflation, but that your future baby is not necessarily saddled with nearly as much student debt as our generation has been. It's the holiday season! To some, that might mean expensive and hectic times, but the girls that get it, get it. And our advertising partners at Marshalls have got your back. With new merchandise hitting the shelves every day, Marshalls has everything you need this holiday season so you can gift the good stuff. From holiday decor to high quality gifts for everyone on your list, Marshalls is your one-stop holiday shop. Don't break the bank this holiday season. You can save big while still being the gift-giving MVP by saving at Marshalls. What can you do with those savings? Time to invest in your upcoming goals in the new year. Okay, moving on to hot tip number three. So we talked a little bit about retirement in the last segment about 529s and how you can roll up to $35,000 into a Roth IRA if your kid doesn't end up using all of those dollars for expenses. But another great option to think about is opening up a custodial Roth IRA as soon as your kid is born and really just starting to set them up for retirement now. A custodial Roth IRA is literally just a fancy word for Roth IRA controlled by parents or by guardians. So essentially when, again, Vivian Jr. is born or adopted, I'm going to open up a custodial Roth IRA and all your kid needs to do to be eligible is have 
earned income that they're paying taxes on, which is a little easier if you have an older kid for things like babysitting money or mowing lawns. But for younger kids, oftentimes if your child is participating in marketing materials for your company or if they are you know, being hired as a contractor because you're a mommy blogger, you can also provide them earned income in that way. But once you've opened the account, they have that earned income. What you can do is put that cash into your custodial Roth IRA and select some investments and let that money grow. And I know you're probably wondering, like, again, why are we planning for retirement for a kid that's two days old? Well, on one hand, it's super nice to obviously just get that nest egg started. But even better, the dollars you put into a Roth IRA, you'll be investing. So they're going to grow your wealth. You're going to keep up with inflation. And icing on the cake is the fact that those contributions themselves, not the earnings, can be withdrawn at any time. So that means your kid could be contributing with you as a youngster, that money, saving for retirement. But they can decide that, hey, I need a little bit of help for a down payment on my first home. They can take some of those contributions out and pay for that all while having previously put that money to work. And if they do decide to let that money stay in the account until they're ready to retire, they're going to be able to access that money 100% tax-free, no income taxes or capital gains on the amount that money has grown. And it's just such a great triple threat tax advantage. And because they're my kid, I want to make sure that they're going to have the best life possible and be able to retire in comfort. And as we all know, retirement is a Again, getting more expensive, just like everything else. And by the time that they retire, they're probably going to need a little bit more money than I'm going to need in my retirement. So I want to get them started early, earlier rather than later. Okay. And now we are on to the final hot tip. This is one that I get questions about all the time, but what is a trust fund and should I have one? So let me just break it down like this. Rich people set up their families with trust funds so that they can strategically pass on generational wealth. Basically, a trust fund is just a legal entity set up by a person called a grantor so that they can leave assets like real estate or investments, life insurance policies, et cetera, to someone else, aka the beneficiary. As you've probably noticed, throughout this episode, your kiddo is oftentimes going to be the beneficiary of all of the things that you have. And why trusts work well is because you assign a trustee, usually a law firm or an accountant or a really close trusted family member to enact your wishes exactly how you want. You get to dictate who, what, when, how, and why people get what they get. And it's really reassuring because if you left your $200,000 net worth you know, on your deathbed to your kid, that money could easily be pissed away. But with a trust, you can dictate how much each of your kids gets, at what age, for what purpose, while also potentially keeping assets away from creditors and reducing your taxes. This is obviously boiling it down quite a bit. There's lots of different types of trusts that I can get into in another episode. But even if your family is of pretty modest means, talking to your accountant about a trust may help keep the money you worked hard for in your family, and it allows you to avoid probate and the court so you're not spending any time waiting for that inheritance to get to your kid. They're going to be able to access it pretty immediately. At the end of the day, we all want better for our kids and setting them up financially is going to be a huge benefit to their futures as well as ours because if we can help them get stable on their two feet quickly and effectively and teach them good financial habits, we're not going to end up with a kid who relies on us well into their adult years and into our old age. So not only do I highly recommend parents think strategically about their 
children's financial future, but I always think it's really important to have the money talk early and often to make them as comfortable with the topic as well. I do find it really strange that we feel shy about telling our kids how much we make or how much the house is worth or, you know, how much mom and dad spend on XYZ. And then when they are adults and they're confused about these things and we're like, how come you don't know this? It's like, well, you never taught me. So It is really important to talk to your kids about money. And there are now certainly great resources online that talks about money in a really relatable way to young children as well as teens. I highly recommend doing a quick Google search of resources and then just vetting them really briefly yourself to make sure that they are reputable. But getting them started earlier is always better because then time is on their side. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I will catch you guys next week. See you later, besties. On behalf of myself and my advertising partners at Marshalls, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode. Marshalls is always on point with the latest high-quality on-trend fashion, beauty, and home decor at amazing prices so you can maximize savings and invest those savings in yourself and your family. Managing your finances properly does not mean you have to sacrifice quality on the things that make you feel great. Marshalls makes it possible to get the good stuff for less, no matter what or who you're shopping for. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Net Worth and Chill. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating and a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Got a financial question you want answered in the future? You can leave me a voicemail or text me at 908-858-3410. Make sure to follow me at Your Rich BFF across social media for even more relatable financial content. Special thanks to my team at Audioboom as well as Range Media and WME. See you next week. Bye!